Aloha mai kako, o Emily Keia, uh, mahalo nui loya o e no kau ho'olohe ana i Keia podcast o Hawaiian at home. In this podcast, I share very real and unedited details and clips from my day, uh, what it's like to learn Hawaiian at home. I really hope something that I share with you can help encourage you on your language journey in learning Hawaiian. Mahalo. This episode is kind of a return to some of the very first episodes that I've I put out on Hawaiian at Home. This is a conversation between me and Malu, mostly in English, so that everyone can really understand what we're talking about. Uh, first, we talk about some questions that I had because I went fishing and I didn't know how to say explain to Peely all the different parts of fishing. So we talk about that, and then we also talk about some of my worries and doubts and insecurities about raising children bilingually here and. Uh, how that how that makes me feel, especially since that's not how I was raised, and the time that we live in is that's not super prevalent where we live. So, hope you enjoy the episode and can get lots of value from it. Okay, so I have two things I want to discuss with you today, all stemming from the same experience that I had with the kids and my dad when we went fishing. We went fishing together. And so the first thing to note would be uh, being that I wasn't raised speaking Hawaiian. My family doesn't speak Hawaiian. And I'm not really sure. I haven't exactly asked them yet how they feel about us speaking Hawaiian to our kids. But they've made, they've made comments before of like, oh, can Peely understand English? Or what are you going to do when you, you, know, you reach a topic you can't explain? And so I know they have questions, but we haven't discussed it. That would be a good thing to do. Anyways, today I realized, I was thinking back on this experience I had with my dad and the kids. Uh, first of all, I didn't know like any of the words for fishing at all. So In Hawaiian. In Hawaiian. Yeah, because I, the, the, I know them for in English. Maybe I don't even know them all in English. Okay. But Just I know it's like going. a fishing pole. Like I knew at least that much. Uh, so... That was kind of hard because I was trying to help. My dad was trying to tell Peely in English and she didn't really understand. And then I couldn't really explain to her in Hawaiian because I didn't really know all the words. So it was kind of one of those real good slaps in the face of like, wow, just when you think you're learning something, then you're like, wait, there's so many other things to learn. So I guess, first of all, maybe you could teach me some of those words right now. Some of the things about fishing. Because I did really want to explain it to Peely what was going on. Like, what's a fishing pole? Mokoi. 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 Um, or makoi. Makoi? Yeah. I've never heard that word before. Well, you're not a fisher lady, so... Is it sense. specific to a certain kind of fishing pole? It's a, it's a pole for fishing. Oh, okay. How many other poles did well, you have? Well, there's like those? the... There's a real one. I mean, I'm not a fisher okay, lady, but, but there's different kinds of poles. Let's think back. I mean, you think uh, 
I just wanted generous. to see how much you knew. <laughs> how there's m- no real specific. There's not a word specific for like a pole that has a reel on it. Okay, so, so is Mokoi there... Mahoi mm-hmm. is a fishing pole. Mokoi Mahoi. Yeah. Mokoi Mahoi. Koi as in like koina? Mahoi. Is it spelled Mokoi. the same? I'm not going to spell it for you. Okay. That defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. Mahoi? Mokoi. Yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, got it. Gotta tune up the ears. Okay, fishing pole. What about bait? <sighs> Mono. What? Mono. Mono. Like Mono, but no, yeah. Mono. Mono. Mono is bait. Okay, what else are you trying to. Um, okay, I'll just go through. It's a good test. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just go through it. So, first, my dad was telling Peely to hold the pole mm-hmm. with hands spread apart. Mm-hmm. Would you say that? <laughs> what? <laughs> How would you maybe express that? Hold the pole with your hands apart, like further apart, like space out your hands. Yeah. Several ways I can think of right okay, now. I'll share I mean, it's pretty so that's a really complicated explanation for a two-year-old mm-hmm. i think even in english like <clears throat> i think you'd have to physically separate her hands oh, and then explain like, it has to be separate like this so to be honest you could really just say like like, like that okay. or you could say if it's like you want to give that idea of like hold it and your hands have to be separate you could say yeah, or you could say like, uh-huh. uh, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I don't know. It's hard for me to just like come up with them. If I was in the moment, it just depends, mm-hmm. yeah. that makes sense. So you'd probably just say hope <laughs> Could be as simple as that, right? Okay, so she's holding the pole, and then he wanted her to hold it a certain way. So he's trying to instruct her and like. Hold it up with like the tip up to keep it the line up and the buoy floating. Again, very complicated for a two year old. <clears throat> hold it up. Yeah, he wanted her to hold it up. He kept saying, hold it to the sky. You know, he was telling her that in English, but she didn't. I don't even think she knows what the sky is. So. In English. In English, which I don't know what the sky is in Hawaiian other than like Lani or um. Iluna. Oh, I thought all was cloud. Always cloud, yeah. Kalevo, but I don't think you'd have to say that, yeah. You could just say, like, mm. yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Or you could say, I mean, you could say something like, maybe it's po for the end of a po, I would think. Hmm. Yeah, like something like that. But hmm. again, you think it'd be like the <clears throat> would it be maka, like tip of a sword? Because it's I don't know. It seems like a fishing pole is more sharp, like a tip of a sword or tip sword or tip of a paintbrush. Yeah, like I said. I'm not sure. I would think it's pole because okay. at the end of a rope is pole. At the end of a stick is pole. At the end of a or the the start of a the source of a stream is pole. Yeah, those things are all kind of wider. You sure? The source of stream is definitely wider than a fishing pole. I mean, like a, I think lopi could be, lopi could be pole too. I think it's the end of. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. You could probably get away with makha too, but makha, just, you just have to go down a list of what makha is, yeah, mm-hmm. in that sense. So, mm-hmm. a, of, uh, a, a knife mm-hmm. would be makha at the end of that. What else? Didn't you say um, paintbrush? Paintbrush? Uh, pen, for sure. Uh-huh. Like the end of a pen. Paintbrush, I'm not sure. Okay. What about, what is the word for fishing line? Aho. Aho? Aho. Like, e aho no? Yeah, same word, different meaning. Okay. <laughs> it's just aho. how I remember words is linking them to other words oh, that I already that know. That may be part of the confusion that's going on <laughs> in that brain. <clears throat> aho, yeah. Aho for the line. Okay, so we have mokoi, mokoi. Mokoi. Or makoi. Yeah. We have for fishing pole. Aho for fishing line. Po'o, paha for the end of it. Might be the end of both, yeah. It'd uh-huh. be either one, yeah. Um, hook. I feel hook. like I should know this one. Makau. 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 Mm, yeah. Makau. Okay, so that's all the fishing pole. Yeah, okay. So, let me try. I'm going to try to explain it to you like your peely. Just a little oh, okay. short, small fashion. So... Without, I mean, they didn't really say we're going to fish, right? Oh, no. See, now I know there's more words I need to know. When you catch the fish. <laughs> what is that called? Hey. Hey, kai'a. Hey, kai'a. Kamakau. Oh, and I already forgot the word for bait. Manu. Manu. Oh, these are a lot of words. Okay. You know, a lot of these words, uh, well, some of them from native speakers that I know. And then a lot of them from reinforced from this, newspapers. Yeah. yeah, I figured. Yep. Um, okay, so... You know, just when you want to have fun, you just read some old newspapers I know. about fishing. You know, I'm so boring. I just never want to... <laughs> That's what I like to do. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, if you don't already like to read the newspaper about fishing, then I'm sure you especially love reading mm-hmm. it in Hawaiian. I read all kinds of stuff in Hawaii. It's interesting to me. Hopu oika makoi. You know what? I better do this later. I, I got to write down all the words. I don't remember. Hopu oika makoi. Oh, I try. Okay, you try. That's a better idea. If you don't have the knowledge, then how are you going to spit it out right okay, now? Okay, go. Spit it out. It's just something like this. Hopu oika homokoi mikiia. Paano ki edima maki a a a. Maidu na mai paano ki edima. Oh, that's too much already, huh? You didn't get to that part of actually. No, do it all. Just keep going. Then, uh, but I did want to know aho. Or you said my alu or something. Ho alu. Yeah. Oh, my ho alu? It's like don't loosen, don't slack up your hand. My ho alu kalima. Oh, okay. Hold on, good. Okay, keep going. I don't know what else you would do. There's several other different steps. That, I don't know. I wasn't there for it. So you could then, say like, I know kakere is to cast. Yeah. Kakere yeah. or poe, I've heard. Uh huh. Okay, so put it in. You kalia nahu naia. Yeah, kalia. Oh, kira yeah. Oh yeah, the bait. Na yeah. manu, maunu. Well, I know he anoka manu. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, like I said, yeah, she's two years old, so hoopaa would be enough, yeah. Hoopaa kamongunu makamakau, yeah. I think, the, I've never heard it spoken, but I think mali is the word to like, to fasten bait on mm-hmm. a hook. Mali, but I've never heard it. I've just seen it. Yeah, so. but you don't um, go fishing often with native speakers. Oh, yeah. but you did on Ni'iha, right? Uh, yeah. So anyways, depends on the kind of uh, bait. But I, yeah, ho'opa'a would be enough because that's essentially what you do. Yeah, you yeah. want it to stick there. Okay, so ho'opa'a. If it was some, if it was like bread, or something like mm-hmm. that. But if it's like you gotta be able to put a hole to it to mm-hmm. hook it on, that might be a different one. Mali. Ho is to like oh, pierce yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. It'd be ho. So it just depends. Okay. And then poe, kamakau, kamakau, kamakau iroho kawai, kariya naki naki maya na naia, momuru kamamu hiki no ya hiki iroi vare kamamu no iroho kamomuru maya na naia kahiho kahi. Adira poe oe kamakau iwai no kono lahu adira naki naki maya na lahu kinsya. Yeah, Pakawaha o Kahia, Huki. Pakawaha o Kahia, Huki. Huki, a Kokoke Maeka Yaoi. That's what my dad was trying to explain to her. Like, you lift it up and the fish, like, swings, will swing to you. Mm. Right? Because when you do this, the line yeah. comes back. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Then you say maybe something like, Oh, okay, my car, Mokoya Oiho, my car, Huri Anoka, Poirun, ah, level my Yanakaya, Kokoke, my Yanakaya. Hopu Akaya, Vehe Oeka, Makau, Makau, is that the word? Oh, Vehe Kaya, oh, Vehe Kaya, oh, okay. Take the hook off, yeah. Yeah. But, well, I mean, you say like Vehe Kamaa. Yeah, because you want to shoot, you take okay. the shoe off. But if you said, That's you wouldn't say vehe kawawai. Okay, vehe, vehe kamakau. No. I forgot what fish. That would be but... take off. That would be like a loosen up the hook. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Vehe kaya. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it for the extent of Peely's fishing. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, two years old, so a lot of those. Yeah. Those are good words to know, but I mean, I would probably explain it a lot more simpler. And and you you have to give a lot more instruction, yeah, when they're that young. Yeah. So this is great. I mean, so we're gonna go fishing again sometime when we can. And this time we'll go with you, so I can. So you can explain to Peely and and so. (laughs) And I can practice. That would be a good thing to. That'd be better. Yeah. Yeah, practice so I can do it because that's important, but. With this experience comes something that I've kind of, I kind of mull over occasionally, when especially when I'm around my family, mm-hmm. because I probably insecurities that I have being raised the way we were, mm-hmm. um, you know, very. Go for it, go and. Well, it's gonna turn off the, that noise. <laughs> okay, which is. So, something I kind of deal with, that feeling of, like, Peely's English is really bad, and... 
I really like... Oh, and then it goes into this thing we've talked about before, like, should we teach her English? Should we... I mean, there's kind of a lot, like, should we put her in our immersion? Should we put her in school? Should we just wait? Should we, should, should she go to preschool? Should, yeah. I mean, all these things... I mean, let's just touch on some of the things we've discussed about this, but I guess in context, when we see Peely's English isn't great, like, her pronunciation is pretty bad, and she really can't express much. She can answer questions. She knows yes and no, and she kind of, I think she understands fairly well what people are asking her. Mm-hmm. Is this an issue? Well, I'm just explaining what, like... No, I'm asking, I just have, you just have a question. Is what an issue? Is that an issue? Where her, where her, her level of understanding of that language, you know, of English. I issue? think a little bit, yeah. Because I think it's more of an issue that maybe you have, that you're putting on her because well, she, she doesn't can't. she doesn't get uncomfortable she doesn't care but she, she likes to try and yeah. she she obviously knows that she doesn't have the words to express herself but i don't think she's insecure about it or i don't I, know i don't know if she's but i can tell she wants to communicate with my parents and she can't she's better yeah, around kids when I'm it's around kids she just it? goes for it but i feel like when she's around adults and she's trying, she kind of... Like, sometimes she tries, and then when she realizes they're not understanding her, she just goes off into full gibberish. Like, sometimes she's trying. I... I can't even do it. But like, you just... Come me... And then, you know, she's trying. <laughs> no. yeah. And then she'll just go into, like... Baby talk kind of thing. Yeah. I, don't have any, I don't have a problem with it. Because she's going to... Oh, she'll be a great English speaker. I mean, how could she not? Well, we just don't know. We We're not going to send her. I mean, we've already kind of decided not to send her to immersion schools, right? So she'll end up going to an English school. Mm, what if she struggles we've a lot? And we've heard several stories of people that are like, oh, yeah, there's a, a Chinese family, and mm-hmm. the daughter didn't know any English yeah. in kindergarten, and she speaks fine. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean... I think it's just that's why I asked. Like, is that an issue? Okay, I guess it's an issue that I have. So I don't know why. Maybe that's something to figure out. I mean, you said, like you said earlier, like your family, you didn't grow up speaking it. I didn't either. So it's it's weird, right? It's a strange meaning. It's strange. It's a strange thing for your family, and then for you, growing up with them speaking Uh your, your native tongue, and now. I almost You're not feel like speaking it to your kids, so um, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what their thoughts on it, but I just you can imagine. Well, if you just step back from it, it's like yeah, that would be a, a weird thing for them, yeah. for everybody. So I think that's a lot where it comes from, just the unknown, the elephant in the room that nobody. I guess yeah. maybe people have ideas or thoughts, comments they'd like to make, but they don't. Yeah, and I guess a lot of times when I don't ask someone and i assume i think i know what they're saying maybe a lot of those thoughts are really just my own in that like like one thought i had was like that sense of education and being yeah i guess being educated that like oh i'm not my daughter can't speak english so she's not like educated like well that's a most kids are that's a pretty just like an american idea because most most places in the world are bilingual at least so that's true and just because you don't know someone's language doesn't make you unintelligent it means 
I don't know your language. <laughs> right? It's true. Yeah, so it's more of that. Yeah, America's special in that sense. Not saying that we live, that we're, <laughs> that we live in America. Because we live in the Hawaiian Kingdom that's being occupied. But that's a, <laughs> that's a different discussion. It's totally for another discussion. Yeah, so I think I'll, I'll, that's a lot of it. It's, in fact, it's, they've done a lot of studies where cognitively children that are bilingual or more, they have more languages mm-hmm. than, than two, are more mm-hmm. intelligent. They, well, cognitive, their cognitive skills and everything are outweigh mm-hmm. those of people that just mm-hmm. have one language, right? So. Oh my gosh. I yeah. just, oh, huh? you gonna finish your thought? Just further, just further reinforcing that. I don't think it's an issue. I don't think she has an issue with it. I'm mm-hmm. meaning like socially. I don't think she's uncomfortable or she feels mm-hmm. inferior. I think she's just like many things she doesn't know. She's hungry to learn, but mm-hmm. you know, it'll take time. As we were speaking, I was reminded of some Kaleo Hawaii episodes I've been listening to because I've been trying very hard to listen to native speakers. And on a few of them that I've listened to, they talk about how when they go to when they went to school, they spoke Hawaiian growing up. When they went to yeah. school, they were punished because one particular story I forget who who it was. You might remember. <laughs> I was close to the Alice episode, but she was saying how when she went to school. The teacher asked her something and she didn't know how to respond because he asked her in English and she didn't understand. Mm-hmm. So then I think he, I think he might have like, pai or something like some sort of physical discipline, and then she was like really confused. So she looked to, like the people around her, and she said she knew some Chinese because her dad so, or someone spoke Chinese to her. So she turned to like the Chinese person, kid next to her and started and asked in Chinese like what's going on, and then she got like disciplined again for not answering the teacher mm-hmm. to this ringing any bells yeah i don't remember who that was i think though. it was two episodes after alice <laughs> so oh, i don't have their names memorized. okay i think that was her name anyways it was just kind of dawning on me that those experiences that they're sharing which you know they're saying they go to school and they don't understand english if that's the case if Pili gets to school mm-hmm. and she doesn't understand english I guess that's a sign that we've really returned to. <laughs> we've that we've been successful in trying to and re- really re- revitalizing the language in our family. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, that's that's still dependent on how much we know, right? Because just because she's not learning English True. doesn't mean well, yeah. her Hawaiian yeah. at you know that level. So no, yeah. So assuming we really up our game and learn it a ton and be able to teach her all the words for fishing and this and that and every single thing she could ever need. She goes to school and she doesn't understand English. I guess that would be a success in a way. And obviously a lot of those people learn English yeah. afterwards. So I guess there's really nothing to yeah. worry about. Pili will learn English. It's just kind of dealing with that, that side of my being raised and what people mm-hmm. think especially the people I care about the most in my family mm-hmm. so I don't know just stay the course maybe that's something well, I should talk thing. about with my family and look into because well, you could to maybe 
clear the air, I guess, to make it more comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've already talked about maybe when she turns three, three or four, maybe. Well, you'll maybe hold like an a class with her to give her some basics so that she has something to stand on when she does go to school. Yeah. Um. Like I said, though, I don't think it'll be an issue. Yeah. I mean, when she's spending six, eight hours at school immersed in it, I think she's going to pick it up real quick, uh-huh. you know? Do you ever feel like you don't know what we're doing? <laughs> you ever just mean? feel like, I don't know what we're doing? With the language, no, I know exactly what we're doing. Oh, wow. But if you mean... With I think language. your question is more so, do you know... Everything that's going to come our way, like every situation or circumstance, no. Oh, okay. I know what we're doing Uh is we're actually trying to revitalize that language, which is like before we think initially when we started to get into this community of people that, you know, learning Hawaiian and then revitalizing it and and then trying to perpetuate it to their kids. There's not really a lot. And then I've... Found, I found often that people had a lot of those experiences, right, where they don't know how to explain something to their mm-hmm. kid or their, you know, and I've seen, I've, like, listened and watched somebody struggle to try to, to put it, like, spit it out. You talking about me? No. <laughs> okay. I said people. I would have said you if it was you. And I'm not going to name names, but... And some of them were people that would say, oh, yeah, all we do is speak Hawaiian at the house. Uh-huh. And then when I see them struggling on a really simple thing, I was like, that can't be 100% accurate. So when I say, like, well, we're trying to really re- to actually revitalize the language to bring it back and then have our children perpetuate it because they're not going to have to... They're not revitalizing anything we're doing. Yeah, all we're, the, doing all we're doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> I've said it a, a few times like that mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. so we have to revitalize it yeah. they have to perpetuate it they carry it on but they're not doing the heavy lifting right they're just gonna yeah. get, getting they're just giving it so um I forgot what I was saying um, but that's super cool how you just put that out there because I never I never thought about that before like that's like a huge what a what a gift that we're giving our children and you're right they're not doing the heavy lifting at all we have to rewrite our brains and our everything that we do yeah because language is every is every part of your aspect of your culture so the fact that we've learned to miscommunicate with one another and partially understand for the past few years well that was like the first year and a half maybe but all the struggles we we're going through with just learning and getting up to speed mm-hmm. with the language, yeah. and just being able to give it to yeah. them, and and then they do have the choice, which would be really hurtful if they decided not to perpetuate it. They better not. Yeah, that's a real negative thought that you have there. <laughs> well, I just. <laughs> well, but really every dark. every child has a choice, right? Children choose all sorts of things that are different yes. from their parents. Yeah, I guess I'm we a believer of the law of attraction. So if you're flirting with those ideas, then that is a possibility. 
that it would come in Everything the future. So I, I stand on the. I always just think. It's choice, yeah. But I mean, if they're, they have to be. A lot of the things are learned, so they have to learn that, their language is important and that it, it's. Mm-hmm. Um, it has value. Uh-huh. And that they have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. To perpetuate yeah. it. Like, we have a responsibility yeah. to revitalize it for our, our own family here. Yeah. So that's not, it's not just going to be when they maybe decide to get married and settle down that all of a sudden they're like, huh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to, I just want to speak English. I'm pretty sure, like I've thought of, there's going to be a lot of different moments that we'll have where it's, we're explaining to them or they see something or they have an experience and I'm like, yeah, you see you have your language and your cousin don't not to put them down but it's just not do you see the value of it yeah so hold on to that and you know don't take it for granted i've had a lot more i think more so on on that side of the world (laughs) the more positive and um yeah i never think like i never think that they're gonna well thank you because when you said that i was full of excitement so i shared a little bit of that positivity with me i guess when why i mention that at all is i have come in con i've come to know some people who have told me like oh my kids just choose like oh i speak hawaiian to my kids they just choose not to speak it to me or not to perpetuate it so you've heard that yeah i'm not gonna name names but again again but that's i know we know people both of us like we know people our families where we know that they're speaking half half maybe mm-hmm. right or it's more or it's like 70 percent english so that's a different they're 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 finding a different beast mm-hmm. because they're literally giving their kids a choice every day of do mm-hmm. you want to speak more english or more hawaiian because we do them both here yeah. right whereas we decided I think we decided, I think I did at least decide that we need to just speak the one. We need to speak just Hawaiian because I had already seen and heard stories like that. Where it was just one, one, like maybe the wife speaks but the husband doesn't and has no interest, right? And so what do they speak at home? Probably more English. Um, Or if you live with family. Or if you live with your, yeah, if you're like in a two three generational house and mo- everybody's speaking, speaking english and even if you're not speaking english they're hearing it more they're hearing yeah. more english than hawaiian right yeah. unless you're gonna sit in the room with them and yeah <laughs> not let them out well even so, okay yeah i think early on that's what well and we decided it right and like we've told people it started with us trying to talk to each other for 10 minutes in hawaiian because it's all we could attempt to do we couldn't even do it and then we pushed it to 30 minutes and then it was an hour and then finally when pd was like six when she was yeah when she was like six months starting to like we would say something and she could she would respond in some way Mm -hmm. i think that's when we decided okay we need to be all day when she's no it was just when she was awake but she was sleeping a lot still (sighs) so it's just like as long as she's awake then we have to really try to speak hawaiian and then she didn't sleep no more no naps during the day so it just progressively went from 10 minutes to okay mm-hmm. we just speak it all day and we still keep our 
two hours at night when the kids go to sleep that we can speak English. But, I mean, it's a, it, and I just don't know how else to do it. Like, it's like you asked me if I knew what we were doing. I know what we're doing, but I don't know the result of what we're doing, you know, of us only speaking English to each other when the kids are asleep. I don't know. What, maybe we're going to cut that out, too. <laughs> here, but and then when we see you know we have honestly this is kind of weird right now speaking english to you so much because we really don't even like straight english we usually mix go jump back and forth he says i feel like you're gonna scold me at any moment right now <laughs> i'm like that's true some nights we do speak a little bit more yeah so we'll see we're still that progression we're still uh debating that one it's our first language you know it's hard to just completely cut it out so we understand the struggle we're not i don't, I don't want to come off like we're trying to rip into people that are not doing what we're doing but um you know you have to be really extreme with yeah. it um well i feel like from what we've discussed it's very much your children i mean your children are your are your fruits like they <laughs> fruits of the tree they're your offspring they're only gonna like you have to you can't really expect them to be stronger than you are or set goals higher yeah. you can't expect them to maybe they will they'll only go maybe they'll grow up yeah. and have their own goals you certainly yeah. did but with language at least and yeah. you know but you yeah. can't expect them su- to surpass you surpass you especially not as a child and then that kind of makes me think of sometimes hearing when you know parents want it for their children but not for themselves you know that sense of send them to school but not learn it yeah yeah, like oh i i don't have the i'm too old or i have i'm too busy or you Mm -hmm. know all the excuses of the other reasons why they can't learn it but how they're so proud and uh really want and support their children learning it yeah i think the biggest thing really is that your children see that when you say it's important you are you are yourself putting it into practice and showing this is so important to me i'm not just asking you to do it Mm -hmm. but i believe myself that it's important and should be part Mm -hmm. of who i am Mm -hmm. yeah gotta back it up with actions yeah for sure so we'll see what happens in <laughs> yeah. the future. But I was going to say, like, we don't know exactly what uh, the result or the, I don't know, consequences. The consequences can be good or bad. Um, but when, you know, we just had that, when I was talking to Petey the other night, and I just decided to record her voice, and that became your one of your episodes, you know, moments like that where it's, we know what we're doing. And we have a lot of um, good things coming from it. And we're starting to see the so-called fruits of our labors. (laughs) (laughs) You brought that analogy up, so that's where I'm at. Um, And that's motivating. And that keeps keeps me going. It was impressive. I mean, mostly it's just back and forth when we talk to her. But when she just kind of kept going, I was like, she'd never done that that long so i was just trying to keep her keep, keep, <laughs> keep going, her going. I was like, what else do you know you know <laughs> I, know you're, I know she hears us all day but we do most of the speaking right so that was motivating and 
inspiring. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, starting to see what we kind of envisioned years ago. So it's amazing to see it come through. All of our hard work is starting to pay off, I guess, because it's hard. I don't hard. know if I'd say that yet, but maybe a little bit. I think so. I think so. Well, on that note, I think I feel I feel lighter from this conversation. Good. I think you need to talk to more people like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't talk to you <laughs> well, enough all day. <laughs> yeah, especially now. Hashtag Corona. <laughs> yes, but I do think that everything we talked about maybe a major takeaway to think about question is you know if you're a parent listening or if you plan on being a parent one day uh how how are you going to back up what what you say when it comes to well you know lots of things but what we're talking about you know if that's really something important to you then how are you going to be that example to your kids and lead your family Uh, and it doesn't have to look like our journey at all but but based off of other people's experiences, we, you know, mapped out our own way of yeah on this yeah. path. So be super individual. That's one reason why we share it, right? People can see it and say, mm, <laughs> "Not that they one." They messed up right there. Or, <laughs> yeah, but I would say I was gonna add. Um, yeah, not necessarily the we're not necessarily the source to look to. Yes. I don't really know of anyone intimately that has done it the way that we are doing it. So meaning document what we're doing. No, and just document. revitalizing the language in our own family. Yeah. But your kids, um, kids can't lie. Meaning, when when they start speaking, if they start speaking, if that's a decision people make, people are gonna know at what level. And to what um, extent the language is used in the house. So that's something that keeps me in check is, you know, if if my child's having issues saying things in Hawaiian, then that's on me, you know. Yeah. And we don't send them to immersion <laughs> school, so it's not on any teacher. <laughs> well, you know? And even then, it's, I think, I think we need to... Uh, as parents jump in this work and mm-hmm. not just Put throw it on teachers. teachers yeah I think that's a kind of a newer attitude mm-hmm. and I, I don't agree with that at all you know values and culture need to be taught in the house with their families you know teachers teach them subjects mm-hmm. it can be reinfor- reinforced in reinforced school. in school yeah that's my that's my opinion and I'm sticking to it <laughs> anyways <laughs> Thank you, Mola, for talking to me about this. We'll talk to you soon. About my guns. <laughs> okay, that's all for tonight. Uh, reach out to us if you have questions. And mahalo nui loa ya o ko no ka o ko ho ana.
thank you so much for listening to this episode. We are once again really grateful for your interest in learning Hawaiian at home and would love to hear your feedback. So if you have any questions about something you heard or even just thoughts on the discussion, then please reach out to us on Instagram at Hawaiian at home and Ka'alala. Those are two separate accounts. One's for Malo, one's for me. So you can reach out to either one of us and we will answer you. And if you really like this episode and want to share it, we would really appreciate that too. You know, this is a great safe community for everyone interested in connecting with their Hawaiian identity and with their culture and where they're from. So go ahead and give it a share. We'd appreciate that a lot. Have a great day. Take care. Aloha.